We got some cup games every Friday from the 10th, the 17th, and the 24th. We played New Orleans at home. Okay. The Clippers away from home. The week after, Denver at home, the reigning champs. 28th against yeah, Dallas. So fu- my question is, Kenny, what is our record for those four games? I'm going to make my decision. <laughs> it's not. People are going to clown me for it. Three and one. Wow. Three and one. He said three and one. I think three and one, and I think we take the L against that Denver. That is crazy. I think we take the L against Denver. I think that we go That is crazy. At, you, you, know what's, um, you know what the crazy thing is, Ken? What? I said three and one, too. Did you? Let's fucking go. Did you go. take the L? Did you take the L against Denver? I wrote it down. Four okay. is in-season tournament games. Rockets go three and one. Show the camera. Show the camera one no, time. No, my handwriting's ugly. Oh, okay. um, All right. Or don't show but, the camera. But, but I think running. what happens... What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stabbacks, and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your Commissioner Kenny, and with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM Justin. Follow all of us on all social media platforms at JP underscore Mirabueno at Summit Commish, at Summit SOM Pod, and at Apollo NBA, and at Apollo HOU. GM, two words, and the words of. Uh, Michael Jordan back in 1995 when he decided to come back in the last 17 games of the regular season. Hashtag, we're back. We're back. We're, <laughs> we're here. Back we're on a, on a hiatus. We, we, t- we, took, we took a short a, hiatus. We took a, a mini vacay, which was fan, not really a vacay, which was not Necessary. a vacay. Do we call it a vacay? Not a vacay. Not we're exactly still working. a vacay. Yeah. But I mean, I you know, working. just not doing too much uh, Summit stuff. But oh, we were we, able We ventured to- out. Created some solo albums. Yeah, we did. You know, did some other things, did some other projects, but we decided to come back and collaborate once again. I know. We decided to bring, put, we're bringing the band back together. There you go. That's what it is, uh, which which is hilarious too, because we actually did record a couple of episodes with some special guests, which will be coming out in the near future. GM, of course, I, you know, I had to tell the people, you know, obviously what we've been up to, but uh, what's been going on? How have you been? Yo, man. Um, so shout out to the Houston Dynamo. Um, I was at the game last night, and we came back with a vengeance. Five zero victory over the Portland Timbers. I know this isn't a soccer podcast, but there are other duties that I do have with Apollo HOU, and one of them is to cover the Houston Dynamo. And shout out to them. You know they came out in a freaking hot, scorching night. It was like one sixteen down on the field. And let me tell you something. I even had to tweet out, please, everybody, please drink some water. Uh, stay hydrated out there. So let me just warn you guys now. Stay hydrated the out there. The heat is killer. It's hot as hell it's out killer. there. You see this tan? It's hot. The and tan looks I'm fantastic, by the way. Thank you. look you. like a wrestler. I'm glowing. Are you glowing, though? Not Dude, really. Would you call it glowing? It's not, it's not the kind of glow that I, don't I know want. If you're gl- I don't know if you're glowing. You're definitely tanner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you're not Danny, uh, you're not Danny Tanner. Hey. Rest in peace. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Go ahead, say it. Oh man, I forgot. His not Dave Coulier. Come on. No. Not, Come on. Not, not John, uh, Stamos. John Stamos. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Voice of I met your mother. Come on. Come on. I don't remember, and I listen to the podcast uh, occasionally. <laughs> the Fuller. <laughs> what House is it? Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Get it right. Bob one time. Saget. There, there it is. Go. There you go. America's Bob. Funniest Home Videos. Had to get me. Freaking <laughs> Saget. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. I don't even know how we got into that topic or subject. So yeah um good stuff gm yeah the dynamo have been killing it yeah be sure to uh go mm-hmm. follow them and and be sure to enjoy those games because they've been killing oh yeah it. and then just shout out to them on wednesday you know there's a semi-final match against real salt lake first thousand people through the door uh gets free beer so wow, do that for sure and make sure to make it hell in the shell oh you're yes, welcome absolutely but you i you know i'm hell in the shell in in is great in shell Mm-hmm. But I want to bring some hell back to Toyota Center. I want some yes, heat. Please. Bring it back. So, you know what? It brings me, and, and I just wanted to let you guys know of this one time, because of the fact that if you guys did not realize that we are a Houston <laughs> Rockets show and podcast, and we are currently on YouTube, shout out to our day one is H listeners all the way from 2020 till now. You can now watch all of our future episodes on YouTube on the Apollo Media Network, type in at Apollo HOU, and you'll find all of our glorious episodes loud, live, and in color. Once again, that is at Apollo HOU. Please super kick that subscribe button one time to receive 
receive notifications on not just our content, but some of the to some of the best sports content Houston has to offer, a la Astros, Texans, Dynamo, etc. So, GM, I first of all, you know, the news network. So, so we decided that we were going to kind of take a break for several weeks here, just because um, we knew that news was going to be low. Um, and news was going to be slow. And uh, Raphael Stone had gone on vacation with his lovely wife, uh, a, a big sister of the program, uh, Ali- Alicia. Is Alicia. Oh, no, Felicia. Felicia. Felicia Stone. Felicia. And they decided, you know, they were going to go on vacation. So with Stone on vacation, we kind of knew that uh, news wasn't going to really run rampant, uh, especially with the dwindling of free agency. So we knew that there wasn't going to be much uh, in regards to news happening, especially with the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Now, Obviously, with Raphael Stone gone, um, not obviously being on vacation, the players did not take a vacation. I, I'm, I'm so like, dude, first of all, shout-outs to the players. Shout-outs to the stars. Because these guys have been nonstop. They've been working. They've been putting in the work. It's been all over if you're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Like, just to highlight it one time because they've just been they've been in the lab. Boys have been in the lab, and they're the getting. Boys re- certainly have. They've, they've been um, doing they've been their thing. It. A lot of these guys you're seeing: um, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., and Tari Eason working out in California. We see Alperin Shangun uh, killing it overseas and in, uh, international. Play. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, we got Jalen Green at Rico Hines. We got Jalen and Jabari uh, at Through the Lens playing with uh, Jabari ding up the likes of a Kevin Durant. Jalen Green ding up the likes of a Devin Booker uh, up close, especially during this time during the off season, which they mm-hmm. play each other during the season. But you get more of these intimate moments of like. Getting to play, getting to, you know, shout outs to Kobe and I think episode five of The Last Dance when he got to uh, talk about how he defended Michael. He was like, you know, it, it was one, it's one thing. He's like, you grew, I grew up watching him. Yeah. But it's a, it's a difference to watch him on TV and then to, you know, get to play him personally, you know, and he goes touch and feel. Where you got to, you get to, you get to feel the power, the muscle. You get to feel uh, his movements, his grace, the way that Michael moved throughout the floor. And I, and I really feel like that's how uh, Jabari uh, treated it because KD was, uh, KD was doing work on Jabari. Like I'm not going to say that right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, Jalen and Jabari there. Uh, Shangun, like you said, is killing it in FIBA. Kevin Porter Jr. has been uh, working out consistently in the gym. Footage has shown up with him as well. Uh, Tari Eason, like you said. So uh, our stars have have been they've been going to work. Absolutely, and and I love it in regards to um what the totality of this team, and obviously oh and Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet working out with Jalen as well. Word, uh, Dylan yeah. Brooks playing for Team Canada. Like these guys have gotten reps in. Shouts to Dylan yeah. Brooks one time for t- Team Oh Canada. GM, what has been your overall thoughts in regards to you know from seeing footage of Jalen to seeing footage of Jabari Smith Jr. Just our, our core basically, just just putting reps in the gym, and the fact that they're actually you know they they're, they're, they seem like they're going to take this season very seriously. Um, I mean, it, it's hard to not get excited considering seeing uh, Jabari Smith Jr. playing defense on Kevin Durant. You're seeing Jalen Green learn Salivating. from the likes of a Kevin Sorry. Durant. And it's it when you see things like that, it, it's a matter of seeing how much so these excited. guys are taking it very seriously in terms of the regular season coming uh, very soon. Uh, you know, at, these these guys are so young, so impressionable, but you can see that they're trying to wipe the slate clean of what the last three years of rebuilding has has been for them and how much it has worn on them. And so you can see a lot in terms of working out like how big of a deal this really is. And it's very exciting not to, you know, you, you try to stay, you try to keep your feet on the ground, but it's hard to not be excited when you're seeing Jalen Green make moves like Kevin Durant and you're seeing the rhythm, you're starting to see the pace because we all know that Jalen Green has the speed the first step, but it's a matter of how you operate with that first step and going from the second and the third and seeing him starting to learn like the changing of the speeds aspect of his game, which can be utilized obviously in the in you know during the regular season and we'll see it hopefully. I'm just so excited, man. I think this is the year that everybody makes the jump. Jabari Smith Jr. absolutely. Jalen Green, absolutely. Um you know, we're all just super duper excited. Shangun 
In FIBA? Yeah, yeah Shane Green has been killing it, man. I mean, he, he's making it what are look we doing? super easy out there uh, in international play. So, you know, there's a lot happening with these guys and how much excitement that's accompanying them. So if what we can do is if they can just use this momentum that they're using uh, from all of these workouts and use it moving into training camp preseason, then regular season, I am just so ready and just so excited to see the progress. I mean, how do you feel, Ken? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, first of all, the the feeling is mutual, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you catch footage of Jalen Green and Kevin Durant, by the way? That, that Jalen Green, like Kevin Durant would basically do the move and Jalen Green would, would mimic it and basically follow every step, every movement, every jumper he took. Yeah. That's, you, you saw that footage, right? Of the back yeah. and forth. Mm-hmm. Dude, that alone, okay. That alone with the fact that Jalen Green has consi- – it's not – like, like he was in – he's doing Rico Hines. He did Through the Lens, and that's not even all of it. Like, that's just the ones that are documented. Yeah. There's more. Mm-hmm. There's more that I probably didn't even able to catch. And if, if you all know, please just put it in the comments. Let me know one time. But, like, seeing Jalen Green in particular, the muscle growth as well. Dude is gaining. Yeah, he's gaining weight, muscle. man. And that, that's, th- that's a great thing. You're three J- – okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm a I'm a I'm a guy that that says certain things, but I'm only saying it if I mean it. I truly believe. Like I said, uh, was it last episode, two episodes ago? I know mm-hmm. it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I said that Kevin Porter falls in line and all the dominoes fall into place. Houston Rockets will be the sixth seed and avoid the play-in. Right? That was one thing. If Jalen Green weight the weight gain, the mm-hmm. muscle gain. The, his movement, his acceler- his acceleration, which we've already known he's had, one of the yeah. fastest players in the game today, his ability to go from acceleration to deceleration, the superstar. That's what the, the move of the superstar. That's the move of the superstar. That's what they do. They can accelerate and decelerate like that. Yeah. Make that a part of his game. Mimicking, learning from the superstars like Kevin Durant. Um, all of this, couple it all together for the year three jump. Here we go. I already know what you're going to say. Jalen Green's an all-star. Yep. You're going to say it. Jalen Green's an all-star, easily. He's going to average at least 25. That's that's that, that's definitely a possibility. I'm not surprised about that. Top three in MVP votes. <laughs> Top three in MVP Did votes. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Top three MVP listen, votes. Listen, listen. Wow. Okay. Top three in MVP votes. Listen, can there you people listen, are saying that Shingun you listen, will be the all-star. Can you listen to my reasoning? Can Go you for listen? it. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Let I'm me here. explain. I'm Let listening. me explain it. Okay. If the Rockets reach the sixth seed, yeah. who's the cornerstone in it, in, in it all? It's going to be Jalen. It's going to be Jalen. Absolutely. If you're going to reach the sixth seed, yeah. you need Jalen. Uh-huh. From a team that was the worst bottom of the barrel in the last three years, you make the jump from bottom of the league, yeah. seller dweller of the league, all the way to six. Jalen Green averages at least 25 points, crazy shooting percentages, mm. three-point percentages, win shares. Uh, if he continues to kind of garner that, um, assist numbers go up, rebound numbers go up, free throws go up, he gets an all-star bid. Yeah. I can see it. I can literally see it. I can see top three. Okay, maybe top three is a bit of a stretch. I'll say top five. Top five is fair. I think top five is fair. Top I three mean, is top difficult. Three, top he'd three, he'd have to is... surpass like guys like Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, the likes of those type of guys. Well, then I started thinking in my head about Nikola. Yeah, I, I think about yeah, Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then we know LeBron's going to be up there in some but, form but, of But if we know the NBA and the narratives, the game of narratives, they love a new story. They Absolutely. love themselves but, a new yeah, story. Like, I'm going to say this though. I'm going to say this. Um, I don't know if we can rank Jalen Green ahead of Team USA stud currently Anthony Edwards. Um, if he has a breakout year, it's... But remember, it also yeah. has to coincide with the year of the team. Yeah. Like, they have to make the playoffs. I mean, I'm you know not saying, saying that Like, they could be if, they could Well, be if Anthony Edwards well. goes off and has, like, an incredible year, but the team doesn't even make the playoffs... He's not gonna. He's not gonna garner. I would say that today that Minnesota might be a better team than Houston. Certainly today. Well, it depends on Cat. That's a big like thing. But, for I mean, me. if if Edwards makes the jump, then there's gonna be a lot of problems. He already is an all star. He's the leading one of the leading guys in Team USA. So there's already a lot there that's um, being shown in terms of takeover ability on his end. Um, I'm hopeful. 
that Jalen Green will get a platform like that for Team USA at some point in the near future. Because I would love to see a duo of Anthony Edwards and Jalen Green. They would light that shit up. Oh, my gosh. Could you just honestly. imagine? Yeah. Jeez Louise. I would love that. Uh, look, like, for me, that's just my prediction. I think that, it, like I said, guys, don't shoot the messenger. All the dominoes have to fall into yeah, place I mean, here. I, I'm not just, I'm not just, you know, sugarfooting my mouth over here by saying, uh, shooting straight from the hip and saying, oh, he's going to be top three MVP. A lot of dominoes have to fall into place. Yeah, but I mean, everyone you know, excuse like, like, what I said. It, it's, it's, y'all excuse it, what I said last episode by saying that, oh, top six. And I'm like, yo, guys, hey, I believe they're going to be top six, but there are a lot of dominoes that fall into place before we get there. <laughs> A lot of dominoes have to fall into yeah. place here for Jalen to get that. To That's garner fair. That. That's fair. All star is very gettable. Twenty five points. All star definitely very gettable. Definitely top three. Yeah, am I smoking a bit of the pipe? A little bit, but do I believe mm. in this team a hundred freaking percent? That's why I truly believe that it is. It is possible, not plausible, but very possible. I mean, so you, there, you, there you're is... surpassing playing. You're like, we're we're making it in regardless. Yeah, so. yeah, dude, fuck that. We're going to succeed. And I've said that, and I truly believe it. And I'm my stance has not changed. I mean, there are people that don't change. believe in Ime, but you know, I believe that Ime is definitely going to make uh, an impression. The man has never he already has. He's never missed the playoffs. He's not going to try to miss the playoffs now. He's going to try. They're oh, gonna, definitely not. They're gonna go for it. So. You know, let's pivot from Jalen. I do want to discuss a little bit of Jabari here uh, real quick before we move on to the next segment, the big segment, obviously. Um, Jabari Smith, just what he's been doing lately, uh, the work he's been putting in, the yoga, also working with Kevin Durant, um, getting to kind of, like I said, touch and feel Kevin Durant. What's been your overall opinion in terms of Jabari and his performance? Dude, he's been moving and grooving, and he's been handling that rock with confidence. Jabari's been everywhere, man, and you can see that the guy is trying to do, like, the the gauntlet of training with everybody, you know, and the cool thing is everywhere you look, you see him either with Tari Eason or Jalen Green. So you like to see that these, these boys guys, are like this. These guys are sticking together. I love and it. It's, it's, love the, it. it's the camaraderie that you want to see. This is what you want to see. And it's see. the kind of, it's, it's, it's just the type of brotherhood that you feel that's definitely going to lead to something positive. Uh, but overall with Jabari Smith Jr., like, I mean, even though, Kevin Durant was hitting buckets on him. The defense was very, very solid. He was there. Yeah, but you're like, also people were giving him shit. But uh, I'm like, uh, he was there. I'll Not say, like he wasn't I'll, there. I'll Kevin say Durant's this. One of the I'll, I'll say this. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. Um, it's only fair, but it's also you know, it's just typical, just normal runs. You know, in rec league, nothing crazy. But you know, when you're talking about the offensive end with Jabari Smith Jr., we're seeing a lot of confidence that has been built from before the summer league to the summer league to after the summer league and when you look into that this is a type of jabari smith jr that people had expectations to see uh going into year one yeah, but top you can three see pick. That top jabari three smith pick. jr's hearing he heard the noise he heard the negativity and that's my son and we, there you go with, <laughs> with, with all with all that being said he like heard you. we we are starting to see a come up in terms of jabari smith jr taking that next step, switching to the next gear that will uh, put him moving forward in year two. And it, you, you just see it. You see the way that he's been training. You see the way he, you know, played in summer league. And you're seeing these runs here. He's not stopping. The hustle is not stopping. So with all that being said, it's just it's it's a wonderful thing for Houston. And I think that it's a possible uh, thing for fans sh- that – they should really be excited about, right? Uh, don't you think so? Yeah, like the thing is, I don't want to go into too much depth on this. I, I, I you can archive my past episodes on how much I've talked about Jabari. Obviously, I, you're you talking about Jabari to yeah, yeah, to, to the team. nauseating, nauseating extent. Yeah, nauseating's but, true. <laughs> yeah, for you, not nauseating for me. But my belief in that, in that Jabari getting to touch and feel and getting to play the likes of a Kevin Durant, um, the goal in a way, you know, because someone of that size and that caliber, that's pretty much Jabari's like mm-hmm. weight height and look in a way um similar to kevin durant obviously he doesn't move like kevin durant he doesn't handle the ball doesn't handle the rock like kevin durant and kevin durant is like a top 0.1 percent players in nba history that can score at seven feet plus so just getting to play someone with the likes of that getting to learn from him getting to uh kind of pick his brain also in a way it's it's just better than playing in the nba like you know you get to you get to play these guys you get to talk to him personally you know after the game's over okay let's pull each other to the side let's yeah how can i have improved it. how could you have improved and, and yeah. shit like that so i don't need to go into too much depth on it jabari smith continues to do the work i'm just gonna say man i mean 
defensive player of the year votes? I mean, I'm just maybe possible. No, no. You're a bitch. Let's go ahead and move on here uh, with our next topic, talking about, obviously, the uh, NBA schedule with the Houston Rockets. About to drop a bomb here with the Rocket schedules. Let's talk about that. So last Thursday, uh, the Houston Rockets did uh, drop the NBA schedule for their season along with the rest of the the teams in mm-hmm. the NBA. Very exciting times ahead. Uh, obviously, opening up the season uh, in Orlando uh, and the home opener, obviously, being against Golden State on a Sunday, which I think should have still been national TV. Before we go into the schedule, because I and I want you to kind of be the one to you know spearhead that, because I know you 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 took notes. My man, my man's on it. But four national games? No. Yeah, four. Three NBA TV and one. Yeah, ESPN. well, yeah. So the totality is four nationally televised what, 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 games. What did I say? When? One ESPN. Come on. What did I say? One ESPN game. What are we doing? What are we doing? It was one of the five teams that I mentioned. So what are we doing? Yeah, this is not okay. I mean, it's a little disrespectful, but this is the thing. I have my issues. You got to, you got to prove it. I had my, I have prove it a little bit. Yeah, I get it, but this is saying. But this is also the thing. If the Rockets do start winning, there is a chance that games will be picked up nationally. Oh, flex, one hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's not for certain, but if victories do occur. Then hey man, like let's say hypothetically speaking, we make it to the knockout stages of the in-season tournament. What does that say? Oh, that's, that's right, nationally that's, televised. That's nationally games. televised games. So you know that's that's just one part. So the NBA Cup, I'm I'm, I'm super excited for yeah. it. But GM, let's go ahead and discuss it. Obviously, uh, you let's talk about some standouts here, some highlights, mm-hmm. uh, some games that stood out to you uh, throughout the totality of this 82 game span. Obviously, plus the. Cr- the awesome uh, NBA Cup that's going to be happening. I'm calling it the NBA Cup. I don't care what anyone says. I'm calling it the NBA Cup. Yeah, that's totally fine. People are um, calling it whatever the hell they want. In-season it, tournament, bullshit. Call it in-season tournament. Nope, NBA, NBA Cup. Cup. That's totally fine. I'm going to call it the NBA Cup. But, you, you you know, so the season does begin with uh, an away game. We actually have two games away. Uh, you know, October 25th against the Orlando Magic. So, you know, Jabari Smith versus uh, Paolo Bencaro. But the second game is the game that you got to focus on, because this is the game <laughs> where the Houston Rockets play against their sworn enemy in San Antonio, Victor Wembanyama. So that is a game that you definitely want to focus on. You know, it's the first game against Wemby. It's the second game of the season for your Rockets. Mm. So we get to see Wemby very early. So I, 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 I think that's a game where the Rockets are definitely going to try to make him feel it. Um, especially with Shangun and Jabari Smith Jr., they're gonna try to you know get in his head a little bit. The, I can the, see the it. Tari Eason is gonna oh, is gonna yeah. play from the weak oh, side. Um, you're gonna love. There's to see gonna it. be plays set there's, up. There's gonna be a lot of energy, yeah. and you're gonna love it. But obviously, the home opener on the 29th against Golden State Warriors that, that should be nationally televised um, I mean, on a Sunday uh, at 6 p.m. I don't know. I mean, as much as I would love that to be. Honestly, but you know, I don't know. I think there's stories to be had, but I mean, that's just me. But I mean, I, maybe I, later yeah. in the season, if you know, Golden State's winning, Rockets are winning, that can be something that can be flexed. By the way, to backtrack though, I cannot wait to see uh, Jalen Green dunk on Victor Wembanyama on October 27th. Mark it on your calendar now, and you can reference this back when it happens. I mean, that'll be nice, man. I mean, overall, like that. Those first three games start the year are going to be very big, big tests, and there's a lot of story behind each team, considering you know Paulo, Jabari, uh, Wemby, of course, and Gold State Heartbreak Warriors against the Rockets. So I think that's a great beginning for the year. But in November, we got five away games and eight home games. But we also have a seven-game homestand that stems from the first game um, at home against the Warriors all the way through. Um, November 10th, which will be the first game of the in-season tournament, a.k.a. the NBA Cup that the commission has called it. I'm calling it the NBA Cup. And let me tell you, man, this month right here is going to be a big month considering that we only have five games away, eight home games. But we got some cup games every Friday from the 10th, the 17th, and the 24th. That's right after Thanksgiving. And then November the 28th against Dallas in Dallas. Can I say something, though? The first 10 games as a whole, though, looks very doable. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, I, mean, I like, feel like this is I the opportunity can, for a run. Right. Like, yeah. if you want to start the season hot, mm-hmm. you couldn't 
really pick a better setup. Well, I mean, actually. there's a well, I mean, you could in these home games. We have bad. a home and home. Well, not really a home and home, but we have two games in a row against Sacramento. Mm. So we're gonna see a young. Uh, Sacramento series. team, a successful Sacramento team, which will lead the way to the LA Lakers, <laughs> which will be their first trip into Houston. Right. Those are three notable games already to start, and then New Orleans Pelicans on the tenth, which is the first game of the in season tournament, which I honestly want to go see. Uh, if you Dude, ask yeah, me, I, I want to go see. be in attendance. Yes, in I want to see an NBA Cup game. Are we in? We in? Yes. We're going to okay. What, we're going. What, we're gonna, what I want to say is this, Kamish. Meet us. With all this being said, Center. we played New Orleans at home. Okay. The Clippers away from home. Okay. The week after Denver at home, the reigning champs, and then the twenty twenty eighth against yeah, Dallas. So those I'm are the four. You. Those are the four NBA Cup games. My question is, Kenny, what is our record for those four games? Okay, wait. Okay, one more time. So you said uh, New Orleans at home. New Orleans at home. The Clippers okay. away. Clippers away. Denver reigning champs at home, okay. and then Dallas away. Wait, Denver's in the cup? Yes, they're in our group the fuck so every team plays huh yep oh wow okay mm-hmm. oh man okay here we go i'm gonna make my decision <laughs> it's not people are gonna clown me for it three and one wow three and one he said three and one i think three and one and i think we take the elegance that denver. is crazy I think we take the elegance denver i think that we go is crazy at, i think we go three and one i think mm. we shock dallas in dallas you, you know um, what's you know what the crazy thing is ken what i said three and one too. did you let's fucking did you go. take the l did you take the l against denver i wrote it down Four okay. is in-season tournament games. Rockets go three and one. Show the camera. Show the camera one no, time. No, my handwriting's ugly. Oh, okay. um, all right. Or don't show but, the camera. But, but I think what happens is that we play Denver early. They won't. They might not take it too serious. They want the big trophy, like Hakeem would say, the big trophy. But so wait, I so think, do, I think okay. we can catch Denver sleeping. The Clippers and the Mavericks will be troubling. But I do think that what yeah, with can what happen, with what a, a Paul George and Kawhi probably not playing. That's what I'm th- that's what I'm thinking. That's why I think we can that's, beat that's them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I think we lose to Dallas at home. Uh, uh, Dallas. In yeah, Dallas as well. In Dallas. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I want that, to be that, there. For that's that my game. line of thinking for that. that. On a Tuesday. So, Ooh, so maybe not. We we are calling it here on the summit right now. The Rockets make it to the knockout stages. Yes. Of the in season tournament. Three and one. In November and. I'm, I'm telling you right now that the Rockets are going to play with a lot more effort in those games than some of these other uh, playoff-bound teams. This is our NBA championship. I'm Essentially, sorry. Yeah. And the thing I is like raise this. the cup. Give the me the cup. The thing is like this. People might not take it too seriously, the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament. But we like soccer. We love football. No, but what I'm saying so, is this, is that this it. will help, uh, help the team uh, get some early season meaningful games under their belt. And know what it's like to play with some stakes. A lot of these younger teams that don't know when the playoffs. This steak. is these these are times where they're going to get to have to play with stakes on the line. So, starting it super early, uh, depending on other teams view it, this could be a possible run for Houston. I'm saying it right now. Don't sleep on the Rockets in the in season tournament. If you get hot at the right time, Jalen goes on an unbelievable run. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. hits over 40% in the month of November from three. There are a lot of things that can go uh, the Rockets' way that can help them. And I think that that month particularly is a make-or-break month for the Rockets. And I see Ime getting them extremely focused, saying that is their first month. And I think for Ime, it's just a way of showing them what it's like to play with stakes. So we're going to move on to December. There's five away games and seven home games. Uh, the week of the December 4th through the 9th is oh, the when way, the knockout ha- stages are. Happy birthday, by the way. That'll be your birthday month. That will be my birthday month, yes. <laughs> but um, what I'm going to say is this. There are like three notable teams, in my opinion, for this month of December. The Lakers on the 2nd of December, yep. which is I the day it. after my birthday, yes. Oh. Uh, December of the 11th against the San Antonio Spurs at home. Okay, can I guess the last one? Go for it. Oh, wait. Mm. I, I'm I'm stuck between Philly and Phoenix. Uh, is it neither? One of those teams. It is one of those teams. Okay, I'm gonna go Philly. 
wrong because I don't care about James Harden. Okay, fair enough. It's the return God, of Eric Gordon. Ah, and, yeah, okay. you know, I'm very happy to see that Good with story. him. December the 27th. Another nationally televised game that should have been. Two days after Christmas. You know, uh, Phoenix is coming into town. Hopefully, uh, EG EG is healthy. But we'd be happy to see Eric Gordon make his glorious return to Houston. Yeah, um, you would know, be nice. But we also so what happens is that within that month, within like not the month of December, but then in a thirty day span, the Rockets face the Lakers three times in a span of like you know from November love through December. Playing the big teams, they, they do. The Rockets will definitely come the, up. I mean, but let, let's teams. let's not forget. You know, like playing against Memphis at home. That's going to be a big game, considering that. It is Memphis. I mean, I think we play Memphis well, ja, once. Jaw won't uh, be playing yet. Jaw won't be playing. Yet, I don't right? believe so. He's at the twenty. But you know, it's, it's Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks gets to see his former team twice, and then obviously Philadelphia because ah, you know James Dylan Harden. Brooks. Whatever. We buying in yet? We're doing this in season opener. Uh, no. Damn it. Not. I'm gonna get him on board, guys. Before it's um, all said and done. Don't worry. It's coming. There's no dancing time. from me. Freaking liar. Yeah, yeah. You like to dance. You just got just got to get just, No. Dylan's got to get me Dylan's got to get me uh, a little bit more excited, you know? Oh my gosh. It's Dylan fun. just drop drop 20 points so my boy can do the dance. Anyways. Anyways. Go on, go on. Let's go on to January. January. This is the month where we play our most games, 9 home games, 8 away games, right? That's 17 games in the span of 31 days, right? The notable yeah. games in my mind, Boston the 13th and the 21st, the both times that we will face them this year, Ime Yudoka's former team in January. The Detroit Pistons, January the 1st, New Year's Day, and January the 12th, nationally televised Hell Detroit yeah. Pistons versus your Houston Rockets, Amin Thompson versus Asar Thompson, Jalen Green versus Cade Cunningham, Houston versus the Motor City, you know, spaceships versus cars. We got everything. Yeah, Ford. we got Fast and the Furious. Ford versus NASA. There you go. Uh, Astrodome versus whatever stadium they used to have. Uh, the the shit. I don't know. <laughs> no, what was it? WrestleMania three. Oh, the Pontiac Silverdome. The Pontiac Silverdome versus the Astrodome. <laughs> I was ready to call that. Sorry, yeah, I should have. Wait, but, um, wait, but no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. you said, uh, dude, Saturday, January thirteenth at Boston. That game. I think could have been nationally televised. Maybe they it didn't want been, the pub. But Maybe they the didn't only want the pub, thing is this. But I think they, I that's, think they it's, should have. It's going to be a back-to-back Detroit, then to Boston. Oh, yeah, I see it. I you see know, it. it the, quality, okay. the quality of play might not be the same. Yeah, good point. But also, one more notable game that I will mention, Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves visit Houston. Low-key, low-key. And that, that's up. a game that I want to watch yeah. considering – you know, the rivalry, it's not really a rivalry at this point. Anthony Edwards has obviously done a lot more in the league. But yeah. I think Jalen Green will make that leap and get the bitch, get a bit closer. Not I was a like, bitch. a bitch? Sorry. You'll get a bitch? No one's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we are a nice we, podcast. We, we don't are name a nice call show. Here. Yeah, we do not name call here, you asshole. But yes. Go on. Yes. So with that, all that being said, like January is a month full of, of you know there's there's this is probably the most games of the year in which you know the team will be playing kenny do you have any opinions on this month specifically you know like any I, teams I, that you think should i should keep an eye on immediately what's standing out for me is wednesday january 17th at new york uh the big market the rockets love playing big market teams in their city Yes, they do. Um, New York obviously made noise, made it to the second round. Um, they got Jalen Brunson. They got some studs, Julius Randle. Yep. They're, they're on the come up. Like, they are scrapping, clawing. They are getting there. Yep. R.J. Barrett. So, I want to see, like, R.J. Barrett versus Jalen Green. I want to see Julius Randle versus, like, the likes of Atari Eason or Jabari Smith Jr. I want to see Jalen Brunson versus Fred Van Vliet. You want to scrappy see, short you wanna, guards. You want to see the guys uh, Yo, play in MSG. Jalen Brunson... Versus Fred Van Vliet. Yo, I want my short kings, because I love Jalen Brunson. I want my short kings to go at it. I want that. So I think that that's a great matchup, and I think Houston can take one. Also, also at the end of the month, it will be the final time the Rockets play the Lakers in Houston. So put that on your calendars, Laker fans that live in Houston. I think we should pull up. I think we should pull up. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. It's a Monday night. Yeah, fuck it. I need a a good Monday. Good Monday Maybe the day before. That pot, the day before will probably be Royal Rumble. So, <laughs> oh well, no, two days before it'll be that Saturday. Yeah, it'll be that Saturday against 
Oh, same. So we can do. We can watch Brooklyn versus Rockets, and then we can watch Royal Rumble right after. Yo, that Yo, sounds man. like a great night. I'm not opposed to that. I like that. Um, uh, the Lakers, yeah. Let's let's move on. The month yes. of February. February. So this is going to be the month where it's going to be tough, considering the Rockets only have three home games. Wait, three? No, four. I'm Sorry. More, yeah, Apologies. I'll, I'll look as well. Four home games. And then we have eight away games. There are two teams that are notable in my eyes. Um, not everybody has to agree um, I just more mostly for me a lot of these games can be a little bit more storyline driven based on the past but two teams that I focus on are Toronto and OKC obviously Toronto because of Fred Van Vliet and his past with Toronto uh, it'll be homecoming for him on the 9th of February as he does get to go back to his first home in Oklahoma City the 25th and 27th it's always and a story. everybody knows always a story. that the Rockets and the Thunder just don't like each other. And that's going to be a great, you know, Chet Holmgren is going to be in the league now after recovering for one year after getting hurt. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a great time uh, for basketball. And we're starting to inch closer. Because obviously it's the All-Star break. So we will be seeing Jalen Green A in the All-Star game. Um, can I Wait, can I, can I give you my game that I'm looking at it right now? Go for it. Okay. Here we go. Because of what happened that prior game in Houston last year, Atlanta, February 10. Because there is some blood boiling. There's some there remember there's I mean, there was some I, stuff I, I that agree went there down. there are blood boiling, but honestly, I don't take Jamal no, Murray. No, is it Jamal no, Murray? No, yeah, Jam- it's, it was Jamal Murray. No, no, is that no, his, not Jamal Murray. He's, it's um Jamal what's his Murray. name? Yeah, I know uh, you're talking about. Is uh DeJounte Murray. DeJounte, DeJounte Murray and don't mind me. Okay, wait. But I mean, that's still like I mean, DeJounte and, Mer- and Trey Young. Yeah, and Trey yeah. Young against Jabari Smith, Jalen Green, and and a newfound, a new look Rockets. I, I think that's actually going to be a very underrated matchup uh, in Atlanta. I, granted, I don't know if we'll win that game, but man, I, it's crazy. I'm looking at these the schedule, and I'm like, every game is like, it's crazy. Like, I just I I have such a belief in our team now. It's like, yo, I feel like every game can almost be a toss up. Like, yeah, no game is um, not, that's, not gettable. That's, that's definitely a possibility. You know I mean? Like, no game is not gettable. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of games here that feel like there is a possibility of getting wins. That's why I feel like we wins. can be the sixth seed. Yeah, no, thank I don't you for blame coming you. to my TED talk. Uh, being a sixth seed, uh, that that might be overshooting, Kenny, but you know, um, I I respect that. All right, GM, let's go ahead and. Uh, I guess we'll move. We'll move on to the month of the love. beat of our own drum because the month will be March. March, uh, St. Patty's. Yes, uh, you know, spring break. Many happening, but you know, I only have like two notable teams for me, in my opinion, that Ooh, uh, find take me. precedent. F- find here. me because I, I I see two games right out of the gate. But San Antonio. Me. San Antonio, fifth and the twelfth. Of course, I mean it's you know that that's where we're gonna kind of see where we're competing with in terms of this the southwest southwest division. I'm not Mike Tyson southwest or Cody Rhodes southwest division, Go but on. um Cody that <laughs> them and Sacramento because we played Sacramento earlier in the year, and then come March, uh, the playoff picture will be a little bit more clearer in terms of where teams will be. And I do think that Sacramento as a young team will be a great test for us, mm-hmm. especially with the likes of De'Aaron Fox, who is just such a young and great point guard uh, playing against the likes of a Fred Van Vliet and playing alongside a guy by the name of our rookie, Amen Thompson, who hasn't been mentioned very much tonight. But those are two teams that I like to think that could potentially be a measuring stick in terms of teams that are on the same length one team that's on our same length and one team that we might want to model ourselves after i see immediately looking at this schedule i Mm -hmm. see portland i see another team Mm -hmm. with young players where's damian lillard you know is he still a trail i doubt he's a trailblazer i don't think so but you have to like you like to see the idea of scoot henderson like playing Scoot Henderson, um, who's who's their other guard? Uh, Shade on Sharp. Yeah, Shade on Sharp. And like, Anthony Simons. And Anthony Simons. Yeah. These young guys, mm-hmm. this young new core, yep. uh, playing against Amen Thompson, Jalen Green, and all these guys. Like I, I, that in my opinion would be a great matchup in Portland, um, with a nine o'clock start time. But like I, I, that's Not another story. Ideal. Not ideal for us. Uh, for us. I mean, uh, March sixteenth. Uh, old people. The Cleveland Cavaliers are playing in Houston on Saturday at four p.m. 
So that's so that's random. that's gonna be an interesting start for yeah, sure. Yeah, four o'clock, four p.m. start. Can you imagine all of these NBA dude. That's players? that's that's a happy hour. Go to the game, and then after that, you know, go party it up and eat it after well, that. GM, I mean, it looks like yeah. we got plans for March sixteenth on a Saturday. I guess I don't know. Meet us at Toyota Center, I guess, and for yeah. happy hour prior, but. Yeah, like this schedule, like as a whole, from that that well, especially that four o'clock time. But yeah, the month of March, uh, you know, I like what you said in terms of it being a measuring stick because this is we're gonna kind of figure out. Like at that point, you know, is this team a play-in team? Are they trying to avoid the play-in? Are they yeah. scraping to get near the play-in? These mm. games in March are gonna matter. Yeah, like each game is gonna start mattering when you're a two and a half games back, uh, a half game ahead, uh, tied. With the Spurs, maybe to get like as the tenth final spot in the play, and like like these is when the games start shrinking and the games really start to matter. So like these March games, uh, immediately I see like games against Utah, uh, maybe the game against Chicago where you 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 could and maybe should win. Like there's these games at home versus Washington at home on March 14. Like you should get these wins. So I'm I'm counting on them to kind of. You know, at that point to kind of start separating and start like kind of putting themselves head and shoulders above the competition. I mean, at, hopefully, at that, hopefully, at that point, um, I like probably by the end of March, there will be eight games left. I will probably say that we will probably be hovering around like thirty to thirty-four wins at that point. I said thirty-two, but with um, you know, I'm starting to f- feel some optimism. Ah. Rolling towards six this seed team. optimism. I'm I'm buying in a little bit of the hype. Six not seed? six seed. Oh. No, um, but I might you might be moving up in terms of wins. But you're gonna have to date me on that, and you we'll see moving just forward. Went up a notch in my book. That puts but, you at notch one. You know, with with all that being said, we got eight games left in the month of April. April. There will be three home games, five away games. Um, I I honestly believe that each and every single game in this month will be fairly notable considering if the Rockets are fighting for playoff positioning, especially against Western Conference teams like Minnesota, Golden State, Dallas. Uh, I don't think Utah and Portland count, but the Clippers. So those those games will matter. Um, you know. But if you're just talking purely uh, storyline, matchup standpoint, obviously the two teams you want to look at are Minis- not, sorry, not Minnesota, Golden State and Orlando. We don't know where Golden State's going to be. They're going to be a year older. They're not going to have uh, Jordan Poole. They got CP3. We'll see if CP3 can make it throughout the season healthy. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But obviously, Pelham Caro in Orlando, that's the final home game of the season. So that'll be fan appreciation night. Usually that's how it rolls with um, the Houston Rockets. But, you know, with all that being said, we still got Dallas away uh, earlier in that week on the 7th. That's a nationally te- nationally televised game on NBA TV. With our final game of the season, we end it with a West Coast road, tr- road trip at Utah, Portland, and the Clippers. So that'll be a great uh, that'll be a great month to kind of see where we could be. And I feel like there's gonna be a lot at stake, uh, considering that we will be fighting for a playoff contention oh, at that juncture. Stress levels. Will so be high, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be great. I'm excited. And, I'm excited. You know, to I'm be very stressed. excited. For these games to truly matter, uh, I think Ime Yudoka is going to earn his money in those final two months of the Hell season. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, you know, we're going to get some good in- mid-season games because we're going to be in the knockout stages. Uh, you heard it here. but um, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm saying that with all of, with all of that, like the, I think the Rockets, there's just a lot of potential, and I think that moving forward, you're going to see a lot of momentum month to month to month. I don't think Emeyadoka is going to allow this team to uh, get too lackadaisical and relaxed uh, as the season progresses. Um, I think we're going to see a mar- more focused team. We're going to see a you know an angry and ravaged team that wants to make a dent in the western conference so i mean i'm very excited i think this is going to be like just looking at the totality of this rocket season you know i'm so tired of our season ending early to mid-april and then you have to wait oh yeah six freaking grueling months just Mm -hmm. to watch you know rockets basketball again um, you get you get a you get a you get a little app in the summer league, a little appetizer action, but 
uh, for the most part, you wait until October where these games preseason season. So I'm getting real tired of it. Uh, six months um, is way too long. Um, Rockets are Rockets are just known to be uh, a team that has never been cellar dwelling past three years. Um, I you know you you took us down a, a trip uh, very very eloquently, might I add, through this whole season. And and only thing that I got from all of this is that I'm so freaking excited about this NBA season. I can't wait. There are so much storylines here. You know, it's crazy to think about like this being the worst team in the NBA for like so many years now, for three straight years, and there's just so many stories to be had. You know, the 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 optimism. You yeah. can feel it in the city now. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel it. Like people are like, oh this Rockets team. Oh they're not like I you know we've heard enough now where you know I've heard from super fans our homies from Rockets Twitter. I've talked to casuals, and, and I'm, I'm I'm not gonna name anybody in particular, but you know you're a casual. But um, like they all is one agreement of like, dude, this is there's something different. There's something different. Yeah, now. there's definitely there's the, a, there's the a rise, different energy. The rise is coming. Yeah, there's the there's a coming. lot there's a lot of excitement for this team now. They made the right coach hire. They made the right pick at number four with what was available, and. The other guys are putting in work. You see Jalen, Jabari, LP, Tari, KPJ. A lot of these guys are putting in work in the offseason. So we're starting to kind of roll and move forward and see that, yo, like something's cooking in Houston. And if you're not eating that soup, you're missing out, man. I'm, I'm, telling, t- you I'm, t- I'm telling y'all. And, and, and could this possibly be? The 2015 Astros. Is there a possibility that they can make some noise? There's definitely a possibility there. Right? Mm-hmm. High strikeout rate? But, high but, home but, run what, rate? What I, but what I say is this. Everyone tamper your expectations. We're going to definitely see better basketball this year, but winning will be a whole other animal. I don't think he's telling y'all. I think he's telling me. I think he's. I think if anything, you are uh, subtweeting them through me. Uh, you guys, if you tell me to temper my expectations, just tell me. I don't need you to tamper the expectations. Okay. Tell everyone else. All right. You are going to be who you are, and that's totally I fine. will. Six seed. Jalen Green, MVP. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's a lot. Justin's, I, I could see my brother's blood pressure just rising at the thought of it. He's just like, yeah. dude, this is way too much. It's not it. Yeah, but we're, we're excited. This this season is going to be so much fun. GM, uh, great stuff once again in terms of uh, kind of gearing everybody up, notable games, storylines, everything like that, like I said. So the... The totality of all of this, I'm really excited uh, for this NBA season. And guys, we're inching towards the end of August. Uh, training camp is coming. Uh, Rockets Media Day is coming. And gosh, man, we're a month and a half away from uh, preseason basketball. And about two months away, a little over eight weeks away, from the start of the NBA season. And uh, I'm, we're not going di- to divulge anything yet as of right now, but just keep an eye out on the opener against the Magic. Me and the GM may have something cooking for y'all uh, if you're listening to this show uh, by this point. Congratulations if you are for making it this far with us. Um, but <laughs> if you are here still, uh, just letting y'all know now that uh, we are cooking something up uh, fun for the Rockets fans. So just be on the lookout for that. GM, um, any last words here uh, before we go home, uh, before our producer gives us a go-home cue here on this episode? Um, no, man. I mean, everything else, just, you know, it's a bummer. Uh, everyone is talking about uh, Garuba and Ty Ty Washington getting released by Oklahoma oh, yes. City. But yes. I don't know. People get mad and feel that there was some form of uh, – value uh the brooke lopez rumors that could have been why they traded it traded them but the fact of the matter is this is that they're low late draft picks well, t- tell but, them what happened you know what happened today what with gruba and gruba and chacha got let go yeah they got released. that's what i said um oh, i'm sorry i didn't hear you say yeah that. that's what i said but um the uh with the Sorry, I, Sorry I, lost, I lost it. My thought has been lost. <laughs> My face just ruined it for him. Go but, on. I'm sorry. You know, uh, just saying that everyone is upset and sad like, oh, man, they got released. We could have gotten more value from them. I'm going to say this right now. Probably not. I don't think there was much value for them anyway in the first place. Um, I, it's not fair I because because we think that, you know, Ty Ty looked great when he was playing, but – I don't think there was much value for him. I mean, KJ Martin was only worth two second round picks. If KJ Martin's only worth two seconds, then there's 
Usman Garuba and Tai Tai, we'd have to like I feel like we'd have to like attach picks with them. So I think that's what happened. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So that made, it makes so much it was sense. Negative value a lot of people value. overvalue our rookies, especially if you're a Rockets fan. I get that, but it's essentially you you know making a minimal bet. You know, it's like me making a bet on price picks for two dollars. Shout out to Prize Picks. Use the code Apollo if you're gonna go uh, make some bets. Not bets. Sorry, play daily fantasy ports. Apologies. Uh, use the code Apollo. They will match your uh, deposit of up to a hundred dollars. There you go. So I don't know. I just and, and I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, people that are saying that they like we should have a reunion with Garuba or Tai Tai. Er, you're wrong. Move forward. Don't get hasty now. Move forward. No. We need another big. Eh. We need... No. Yeah. Yudoka knows pick what your, he wants. Pick your next words carefully. And I'm going to tell you this. Mm. I don't think that Garuba nor Taita have a future with Ime Yudoka as a coach. So. I beg to differ. Not I think in Garuba Houston, could do. I think Garuba could do better under uh, Yudoka. I'm just saying. I think he could. Wishful thinking. I will agree to disagree with you on this because I, I think Garuba... Can play better under a Ime Udoka system, but I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. But I agree with you, everything you had said up until that point, and then yeah. I had to put my foot down and I had to tell you how it was, and then I had to turn heel on your ass because of the fact that you decided to say Garuba won't work on the Rockets under an, under Ime Udoka system. I think he would work, but like I said, it's not up to me. It's up to Stone. It's I, up to I the, think my man's the powers back, that be. Headed back to Spain, but that's just me. You're not gonna say China? No, that's that that's ongoing joke. Okay, that's very rude. Okay, yeah. GM, let's go ahead and uh, go home here now. As our producer gives us the go-home cue here, give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D. Follow our company, our people, um, at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H O U. Be sure to follow me as well at Summit Commish on Twitter. Shoutouts to our Apollo Podcast Network brother and that continue to kill the game. Uh, BTD, the crown jewel of all Houston Astros podcasts. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Houston Astros content. Shoutouts to the Apollo Texans as the Texans are hitting it off with preseason. Be sure to follow off the gridiron for all your Texans needs. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Texans content. And shoutouts also to the One Take Podcast at Apollo Pop Culture. Anything and everything you need in regards to TV shows, movies, music, uh, anything pop culture related, they got you covered. Be sure to make sure to give them your first listen as well. And we do appreciate each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen. And we are so happy to be back with episode 173 in the books. Uh, thank you guys for making us your first listen for all Houston Rockets content. We're happy to be back, and uh, we're going to be giving you all news as uh, they continue to pour out. Uh, the NBA world's going to start uh, coming up again, obviously, uh, with the next month or so. So we're excited uh, to gear up the season along with y'all. So be sure to give us a listen uh, for anything and everything y'all need. And we're going to go ahead and close the show here as our producer gives us the go-home cue. And I end this episode as I end every single freaking episode, 173 of them. Uh, go Summit, go Apollo, and once again, go Rockets. Jalen Green's MVP. <laughs> the Summit. Four, four, four.